What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Origins podcast. It's been uh, a couple of weeks again. We've had a little bit of a hiatus. Um, for good reason, we've, we've both been pretty busy. Um, I've actually gone up and visited him. When was it last week? Yeah. Beginning yeah. of last week. Last week, yeah. Um, so we, we've both had a fair bit going on. Um, there's a fair bit to talk about as well and to update you guys on. Um, we've got a few questions. We've got a few topics we want to talk about. It's not really going to be a kind of a deep dive like we normally do on a certain topic. Um but yeah, firstly, Tim, how have you been? Yeah, good, Paul. Um, obviously, you was up here. I was up here last week. Um, since then, I've been up to Scotland. Went there for three days. Uh, to watch Celtic Rangers, went up with that with my mum and dad. Um, and then just been back and, and just, just back on the usual routine since then. Um, what about yourself? How are you? Yeah, I mean, we. So I was with you the first part of last week. Come home. I've actually I've changed gyms as well. That's quite. I guess that's something that's. that's, that's um, it's uh, called Titans in in High Wycombe, which is like 15, 20 minute drive for me, and it's actually like very good. There's a, a few pieces of kit missing. They need um, all they've got for legs is a single leg lying plate loaded ham which is okay uh, yeah I used, to, I used to use it when i was always in nottingham at, at the uni gym there yeah crazy drop off in the short yeah like literally yeah it was fling yeah yeah but then dead heavy in the mid which is yeah. fine that, that's all right um and it doesn't feel too bad like you know you get a ham curl that's just like awful on the knees um, it's not like that and then the same it's the leg extension single leg plate loaded I'm but again sure. it's yeah but it's actually quite smooth and doesn't hurt my knees like I've used the single leg plate loaded Watson and that is horrific uh, yeah exactly but no as a whole oh, it's all hammer strength in there yeah I think every single machine is hammer strength so if you got that like uh, knock off Cybex VR2 row, whatever, with the underhand grip. No. You don't? No. You remember the one we've used that time? I was on it yesterday. It's like, it's like the old Cybex row, but it's hammer strength. Hammer Pivot. strength? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I, don't, I don't actually know what you mean, to be fair. Oh, you do, you do. Carry no. on. What, what other kit is it missing? Oh, it... Um, that's about it. They ha- the, the hack squat is like you know you know the Watson hack. Yeah, it's like that, but a knockoff version. So it's just worse than that. Um, I used that yesterday. Oh yeah, the only thing I've ever used like yeah. that before is life. The life fitness one. Have you, has it not got that now? No. Oh, I used it yesterday with Ivo. Um, so you enjoying the gym? Yeah, I am. To be fair, the. The vibe is good. The music's good. It's never that busy. Good to get away from all the Watson shit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else really to update on. Um, I, I moved gyms a bit. Oh, yeah. I saw. Well, I'm just I'm just uh, kind of picking gyms in the area for specific days now. Um, I'm going to Metro for Porsche because it's got that 
Nautilus Press, and I just adore it. Um, so I'm, I'm on there for four sets at the minute. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna do an upper. Um, once I start dieting, my split's gonna change. I'm gonna pull the arm day because what's the point when I'm dieting really? Mm. There's, there's no point once I drop into a deficit of of tagging on extra arm volume for the sake of it. So I'll, I'll move it to like an upper day. And I think I'm gonna do that at uh, Ultraflex Normanton, um, which is about 45 minutes away. Isn't that where Ivor trains? I've seen him train there before. Yeah, he's leads primarily, but he goes there. What I think he goes there once a week as well. So we might make it a, a Friday thing together on upper day because he's got an upper two. And then I could be there every week with him during prep as well. Um, yeah. Which is good. Uh, but I think they've got like, I, th- I think it's almost as kitted out as Rotherham. I think it's a similar layout to Rotherham. I think they've got, you know, enormous pull down presses. Um, bits of like road kit that you don't see everywhere as well so uh, I'm excited to go there I'm going down there on Friday for the first time and then I'm going to do legs up match as well because I've got the Cybex pivot press and uh, I've rinsed that I don't know if you know at, at York they've got it's like a knockoff hammer strength press leg press is that why it's got the massive foot plate no that was the Watson I swear the hammer strength one also has a massive foot plate at York, yeah, and it's like metal. Yeah, but it's, it's horrible. It's so it just sticks. You, we have to when me and Christian use it, we have to use WD forty spray on it just to get it to, to move. Um, so I'm going to go use the the Cybex pivot press, and I've got like Cybex leg extension and ham. So I do that there. So it might just be once a week at York doing pull. Mm. Um, so I'm moving gyms a bit, but. It spices things up a bit as well, going to different, se- different sessions at different gyms. I would do that because there is another gym nearby that has like um, Nautilus Flat Press, the Cybex hack, like the original Cybex oh, hack in there. Before. Yeah, but because of the prices of gym memberships down here, like I'm be spending like 100 quid a month on gym memberships. What Just a day fast once a week for legs? I could. I'm, gonna, I'm, <coughs> I'm just going to day pass uh normanton every every week yeah uh i think it's seven quid it's ten it'll be a ten minimum down here so i guess that's 40 quid a week but what would a membership be more than 40 40 50 jesus Christ. It's, it's silly isn't it get up Norm. yeah <laughs> I, I would if i could i know you would um, so anything else really to report? What, what's uh, what's training been like? Obviously well, gym, but have you been, have you started pushing up again? Or so a couple of weeks before I came to you, I'd I'd held like one nine two ish, and because I just I'd pushed up quite fast. I think I said this in the last podcast. I just I pushed up quite quickly. I just wanted to hold it for a bit. I did that. Um, came I came back from yours right. So I, I had. I was in Manchester that Saturday with, with Leah. We went out for food and whatever. Um, and then we we went out for sushi on Monday, I think it was. Um, came back, it was my brother's birthday. And then I went out with Leah's, Leah and her mum on Saturday. So basically every single night last week, I had an off-pound meal. And, and um, Sunday morning, I was like 197. So I gained like five pounds in a week. So I was like, fuck me, I'm going to have to either pull it back or just hold it again. Did you look shit? Was it fluid? I felt horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, But then I 
I ate normally on Sunday and then I was down to like 193 on um, Monday morning. So I've just, I've bumped calories up a little bit and just trying to progressively push up to 200, 200 plus, And then I'll just see where I'm at there. But, <laughs> yeah, within two weeks I again. Two, I can't believe you're 227. Man. I think the high, the highest was 229. And that was in prep. So that was when I pulled food down. The then highest weigh-in. What do you mean? You pulled food at prep and you ended up at 229. Yeah. So the, the, I wasn't weighing myself. I was genuinely like a mess. So I started weighing myself during prep. So that's when the calories were pulled by like a thousand or whatever. So pre-prep, I probably would have been higher than 227 or 228 or whatever it was. That was ridiculous. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Um, so yeah, smart. Um, I've just been holding the best I can, um, and then I start diet on, on Monday. Needed. Uh, needed. Yeah. It's also just needed mentally, just for another goal. Um, so we'll diet. We'll get pretty lean, and then uh, and then we'll, we'll begin another push again. But I, I, I am going to get you know lean because I haven't been in three year. Mm. So. Yeah, that'd I'm be looking good. For, um, shall we jump into a couple of questions? Yeah, so we've got we've got a few. They're not massively long, so we're not going. We're not just going to pad this out for no reason. Um, but the, the main one we wanted to talk about was um, off season and our kind of approach to it. Um, the, the question was like meticulous versus relaxed. I mean, What's that question, Mister JZ. Give him a shout out because he'll listen. Um, um, he's back training now. He's back. He's back in the swing of things. Entering I've, the seen. Diet. I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Ginger training. I think that's his coach. Do yeah. you know him? Not really. I don't think I follow him. I've heard of his name. I've seen him on a few podcasts and stuff before, but I don't. Uh, I don't... Their podcast. I think I've seen him on. Well, just theirs. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it. That's only theirs. He doesn't do podcasts. He just does theirs. I mean, I've just seen him on theirs. Um, so, meticulous versus relaxed off-season approach. Um, take it away, bro. Well, it's hard. It's hard to like. What do you describe as relaxed? Does is, does that mean don't track anything? Don't train? Don't, don't even off-season. <laughs> do it. Just go with the flow. Uh, I think he means more. You know, meticulous. Meaning, you know, you see people say prep never finishes. They're basically in prep in an off-season comparative to someone who's going to be uh, very, very relaxed with with potentially just like protein and calorie tracking and then carbs and fats fall into play. Yeah. I, I think I'd, I'd say be as meticulous as you possibly can be and, and almost treat it as... I've lost you there. I don't know. Um, you there? I, I lost you. Fuck's sake, this is my internet. Um, you're here, you're here, you're here. Yeah, be good? Yeah, yeah, we're good, we're good. Okay, all right. I don't know how that recording's going to play out then. I think we just got a, a fuck's sake midway through. <laughs> you're just staring um, blankly at the screen. What do you think? Um, oh, I mean, it depends. What 
depends what the goal is. If you're trying to be a professional, it makes sense to be a bit more meticulous. But like in, in, from Joe's perspective or from even our perspective, it's not going to harm you to enjoy an off-plan meal every now and then. Um, just, I think it's just a case of doing what you need to do to achieve the goal. Um, if that means pulling out cardio or pulling out steps to focus on other aspects of life, business, that kind of thing. Um, because when, when you're in that prep mindset, you don't have any time to do anything else. At least that's what I noticed when I was in prep. Um, because you, doing what, 10,000 steps a day plus cardio plus training, every meal is on the dot exactly where it needs to be. It kind of takes over your life. I don't think that's a particularly healthy way to be all year round. Well, yeah, with a prep, you literally dedicate your life to it. That, that is life, isn't it? That's, that's how it becomes. And yeah, I think you're right with uh, goal dependent. If, if, if you want to be an IPB pro, if you want to be someone that wants to be on the Olympia stage, then I guess you've got to do the most you possibly can all, all year round. But again, if you're someone who potentially bodybuilding is a hobby, uh, or even just someone who doesn't, I guess they resistance train, so just a regular client, but they don't have a goal of competing, and then it's going to be a lot more relaxed comparative to comparative towards a prep. Uh, I think it should be as meticulous as as your goal requires, and what you but actually you, enjoy doing. You know, even looking to to be a top level bodybuilder, I think you still need some level of. Um, relaxation in an off season because as you said what if you're never ever going to wind down and switch off you're just going to burn out you're going to burn out and you're going to burn other bridges in your life as well mm -hmm. that was paramount um so things like training isn't really going to change i mean with us training doesn't really change in terms of nutrition and diet that doesn't change bar a bar an off plan meal or uh, a social occasion or you know seeing some kind of friend or family we're not going to say no to going out with family or to you going out with Leo or something like that but the rest of the time everything's absolutely spot on yeah I think it's just it's just finding a balance based off of what you enjoy doing and the goal that you have at hand um, because like some people don't enjoy tracking the way we would with every single meal we can so if that means incorporating like a day a week or just intuitive eating in general, then that's just what you prefer to do and you get along better doing. I guess it kind of boils down to like the stereotypical thing of like, what are you going to adhere to the best longer term? If you, if you can't, like when you're in an off season, you don't have that short term goal of a show or a prep and you can't adhere to tracking every single day and you, you need a couple of plan meals a week or, to just eat intuitively, whatever it is, then it makes more sense to not put the pressure on yourself to be more meticulous and just be more relaxed with it. But like you yeah. said, things like training should never change. It doesn't make sense in any scenario to be relaxed with training. Um, maybe a bit more relaxed in terms of like frequency of deloads and taking time off and things like that. But when you're actually in the gym, it doesn't make really sense to, to be more relaxed. No. Yeah, well, I think leave it there because I think it would just turn into waffle after this point. It depends on your goal, doesn't it? It, it does. It, it's a hard question to 
to answer really. Be as meticulous as your goal requires you to be. Um, how long would you wait before eating after a session with an intra-workout consumed? Well, firstly, I'd say that intra-workout should be consumed prior to the session finishing. You don't want to be sat in your car on the way home still sipping your intra-workout because it's not intra anymore. Um, and then it's a case of waiting for, you know, you to return back to as close to homeostasis as possible after training. Um, so if you've got things that you can track, if you've got where you can track, you know, rest and heart rate and see it come back down to baseline, then then. But usually with me, I've got a, a 35 minute drive home and then I'll, I'll make my food. So it's probably going to be, what, 45 minutes or something for me to to finish, uh, for me to, to have my, my, my post-workout meal. Yeah. I mean, for you last week, it was about two hours before you ate. <laughs> I'm scared of food now. Shut up, man. That's my meticulous off-season. <laughs> Drag me into that. Um, I mean, yeah, have you got anything to add to that? No, I not really. Think, I don't think, I think it's a, a micro variable that you shouldn't really be crazily focused on um, until everything else is absolutely nailed. Yeah. The difference that that's going to make is so marginal, if anything, at yeah. all, across the day. Um, 45 minutes to an hour, I guess. Just when you're back in a baseline, low-stress environment so that you know, digestion's adequate and you're, and you're ready to eat. Um, I won't worry about it too much. I think even 45 minutes to an hour is probably overestimated a bit. If you think about it, you, you get back from training and if you've just chilled out for a bit or if you've on the drive on the way home, 15, 20 minutes, stuck a podcast on or whatever, by the time you're home, you're going to be chilled out anyway, unless you feel like particularly stressed. Oh, yeah. or oh, Yeah, yeah, no. No, I meant 45 minutes is because of the drive home for me. I mean, you can, you can 20, 30 minutes, you're absolutely fine. Yeah. Unless you've had some like crazy high stim pre where you're still in this like heightened nervous system state or it's been a big session like nervous system demanding session. But most of the time, 20 minutes, half an hour, just get back from the gym, make the food. And by that point, if you've chilled out, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, um, where's the place that you have an upper lower split to manage fatigue? I, I would probably... Uh, sorry, go on. I can be placed on either an upper or lower day. Um, I think it's just a case of keeping it away from other lower back demanded exercises. So sometimes, you know, I'll place it on a lower day um, and make that a, a more posterior chain focused lower day. And then just basically have like a leg press in there for quads and extension, so no squat variant. Um, if someone's training four days a week, I like to have like upper lower off, upper off, lower off. And then you've got that break between the upper and the lower, the second one. And I think mm. that way you can manage a, a hip hinge a lot better. Yeah, I agree. Because um, that way you can, with an upper, obviously, sometimes you are limited with the amount of exercise you can get away with. You don't want to be in there doing 12, 13 exercises, boxing off a full upper. And I find that, you know, throwing a hip hinge on that upper day can sometimes take away from other exercise where you could be performing it where you can throw it into a into a lower day and make one or more quad focus lower day one or more a posterior chain lower day yeah and if you if you 
so I know a lot of people that do run upper lower it's because they can only train like during the week so it'd be upper lower off upper lower off off it would make sense to put that hip hinge on like the second lower day so you have then that two days to recover from it going back into the, the spit next week I think you've you've nailed that there to be fair but again, it, again, it can be placed in either. But it's just the case of yeah, managing the fatigue and keeping it away from other lower back demanding exercise and heavily demanding exercise in general as well. It depends what they're what you're limited to as well. If you're if your only like squat variant you can do is like a barbell squat, then you have to pay more attention to what you do hip hinge wise. But if you, yeah. it all depends. So yeah, I think that's covered. Uh, you got any others? Um, I've got a couple. So we've got um, one question that Leah asked that we'll do quickly. Is, do you miss football? Taking it away from bodybuilding a little bit. So do I miss playing football? Playing football, yeah. Not watching because... Yeah. All I'll do is watch football. <laughs> if no one... Yeah, people that know all I do is watch football. Um yeah, uh, every single day. Every single day I miss I miss football, to be fair, bro. Yeah. Literally, uh, my brother brought back a ball uh, from school. We nicked it from whatever. And I, I've not left my feet since. But I, yeah. If there's a ball in the house, like it's going everywhere with me. I, I miss playing football so much. One of my mates as well was started playing 11 aside again. Um, scoring hat-tricks like every single week because obviously everyone's out of shape. No one can run. So even though, even just by training, we're in better shape by than anybody else. Um, I do I do miss it a lot, but it's just so counterintuitive to what we're trying to do. Uh, I mean, if I if I was able to run with my knees, I'd I'd I'd, I'd try, but I, I'd rather play some five aside or something like that once a week than eleven aside. Oh, I couldn't get around eleven aside pitch anymore anyway. Yeah, five aside's uh, so intense. It's so hard. It's also, it's just injury risk as well. If it just put me out, then it just wouldn't be worth it. The thing is with five aside as well, you know you're going to be coming up against 40-year-old blokes every now and again that just go and just try and kick you off the park. It's just not worth it. They'll see the big lad and they'll be like, yeah, let's try and knock 10 miles and she tap the big lad. And then it's just, you're going to lose it. Yeah. Um, where would you play now if you score 11 aside? Position? Yeah. Would you jump back into previous position? Well, yeah, I, I used to be number nine, man up top. So I'd probably be the same. I was never, I never like would run in behind defenders. I was never that fast. Um, Target man. Yeah. Drogba style. Drogba. Old school. Yeah. Um, I think I'd just have to look back at centre half now and just. <laughs> I've never played a defensive position in my life. I, I can't defend. If you'd put me centre back, I'd be all over the place. Position. Oh, yeah, so learn the learn the trade, but I couldn't go and I could go target man, I guess. I mean I used to play up front, so um I could do the job there, but I think for the for the amount of running, I think centre half would make might make more sense for me. Yeah. Ball playing centre half. Beckham <laughs> Ball playing centre half. <laughs> Um, and then we got a, a working full time and prioritizing health, meals, and fitness, how to manage time. I mean, neither of us have ever worked a full time job as in like nine to five 
trying to work out work around a, a work schedule like that so we've always been free to plan our own days and train whenever we want really and, and eat whenever we want um but i guess when we had uni and things like that with deadlines and and lectures and seminars and stuff there's been a degree of time management there that we've had to work around but i think it literally is just time management it as simple as that like just plan as much as you can particularly with meals it's just planning ahead meal prepping planning ahead uh, and making sure you're on top of things as opposed to doing it last minute or doing it on a day-to-day basis it'll probably just be planning ahead and then you know fitness i mean you'll have a set training split anyway so i guess Mm -hmm. sort the training split around your around your work and, and, and and how many days you can train well, this question was from my client anyway, so just do what I tell you and you'll be fine. <laughs> Stick to the plan. <laughs> I, th- I think training, you got him training seven days a week on a blow, bro split. Obviously. <laughs> of course. All my clients want a bro split. I tell you what, I'm actually putting a um, wolf pack on a bro split. Really? Yeah, we're, we're changing it up this week. Fez? Um, I think I think I can see that working with with Wolfpack. Jobs, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I'm currently in the process of, do- of doing that. So uh, we'll see how we. Is there any reason for that? Has he requested it? Because all American pros are on bro split, so we're getting we're getting Josh and one. And uh, no, it's because he's he's had this crazy back injury for so long. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we're just kind of padding out and spreading out sessions across the week so he's not loading his back as much as he usually is and legs to then going once a week uh, and we can just dedicate a bit we've got the ability now because of the amount we can train legs um, and lower back load we can dedicate volume to other to other areas so we're just going to jump onto a bro split and uh, it's something he wants to do as well it'll be a little bit of a refreshing change and we'll see how he see how he gets on yeah That'll be interesting. Goes against everything we've ever spoken about, but we're also going to chuck flat bench in there with everyone with the big chest, flat benches. Uh, um, do, you know, do you know what you should add? <laughs> Dumbbell better rows. That too, but hack squat, no reverse band, yeah. but your, your heels have to come up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be doing it now. Everyone already are. Already are. Yeah. Um that's all the questions I've got. Yeah, we're all questioned out. All questioned up. Yeah. Um, Need people to start sending some more in. Yeah, we do. Um so if you listen to the podcast, watch the podcast when we put a question box up. Uh plug in as many as you want. Um, well yeah should we wrap it up there we'll leave it there Um, we both need to shoot off anyway I don't know how to end this recording I think it just ends when you end end the meeting we do it every week Uh, yeah I'm on my laptop it's different head's gone today (laughs) okay alright I I figured it out sweet cheers guys yeah thanks everyone we'll see you next week